Hello and welcome along. I'm Martin Brown and this is Martin Brown's Marketing Bugle. Each episode I'll be looking at an aspect of online marketing that can be beneficial to your business. Even if you're a beginning, there'll be something in the series for you. If you're already online and running a successful marketing campaign, I can show you how to move up to the next level. This episode, we look at email marketing, and this is part two on the subject. Visit martinbrown.com for updates. That's M-A-R-T-Y-N-B-R-O-W-N. Podcast two, then, let's take a look at conventional advertising versus email marketing. Well, with conventional marketing, you're going out to an audience and you really don't know who they are. So you're paying money for advertising. You're paying for the printing and the distribution, but not for the results you get. With email marketing, when you're bringing people in to sign up to an email list, you are actually targeting the type of person you need and you're not selling them anything. So getting them on to your email list first before you start marketing will give you somebody to market to free of charge after the initial payment for the advertisements that are in your original campaign. So conventional marketing is really going out the window and we introduce email marketing online. It does make a difference. Why do it? Well, first of all, you're building a relationship and you're building trust with your potential customer. If you send them a series of emails, they'll receive them and get to know you. They'll even start buying from you very early on in some cases. So if somebody else comes along and says, I'm selling the same as Martin Brown, but cheaper, they'll still stay with me because I'm the one they know. And when you know somebody, you've got the trust. When you trust somebody, you like them, you actually spend money with them. As for formatting your emails, then do look at what you call them. For example, in the UK, we say, um, hello, Martin, or dear Martin, or hi, Martin. But in America, you might say, hey, dude, or how's it going, or something like that. It's whatever's appropriate to the area you're in. But personalising your emails can get a better response than if you're just a cold person. Now then, the main thing is here that you're building a relationship with somebody and you want to get to know them. So there's, it's a good thing to get personal, if you like. But if you stay cold, then... It's nobody wants to be sold to and they want to know who you are. And so to get them to actually buy stuff, they need to build that trust with you. And the only way to do that is to personalise. On a sequence of emails that they receive, which you should prepare earlier, then again, personalisation helps, especially as you go along the sequence, which can run out every day, every few days or every month, if you like. But I prefer to do it more often because uh, then they get to know that you are going to send emails on a regular basis and they expect them and accept them. So when you're formatting emails, obviously you you need to have a headline and the headline's got to be something better than this is your next newsletter because saying that won't get it opened. Why not? Well, when people receive emails, they get an awful lot in their email inbox And when that happens, how are they going to see yours if it's just a a subject line that's generic? So great improvements can be had if within your newsletter you have something 
um, that's specific. And let's say if I'm doing internet marketing, I might want to say this week, the seven mistakes you make in internet marketing and how to avoid them or five mistakes you must never make. Anything along those lines will just tip the balance of them opening your email. Now, obviously, it's got to be appropriate to your niche. And obviously, it's got to be powerful enough. Imagine you're the client. Would you open that email? If it says, welcome to this newsletter, you probably wouldn't. But if it says the seven deadly mistakes made in niche industry and how to avoid them, you're going to have a better chance of opening them. I ran a prize draw once and I got prize draw winners is one of the subjects uh, in the headline and it got a lot of opens because they could be the winner couldn't they so do you have a long subject line or a short one short ones get more opens because uh, after 60 or 70 characters they won't see them anyway because it gets truncated by the email program so short sharp to the point a subheadline once inside uh, a short paragraph and then a call to action i always add a ps as well so once i've signed off said um see you soon martin brown then after that i put ps don't forget and give them a bit of a reminder about something i've already mentioned or something of an extra bonus just to get them to click on the link where does the link go at the bottom of each email there must be a call to action if you haven't got a call to action what's the point of the email it's every email must have a a point it must have a decision that they've got to make uh, an objective if you will so get them to click on it go to a page on your website that's got nothing but what you need them to do it could be selling something it could be signing up for something joining something giving them some valuable information a download or whatever that's the important thing have those sequence of emails running and see how they go you can test them um, on an ongoing basis week in week out month in month out when do you broadcast live email sends? Well, I would broadcast something live if I had a special offer that was urgent. When I uh, write to my pub clients, I say next Wednesday it's two meals for the price of one, but only between six and ten at night. So a Wednesday night, which is normally quiet, gets busy because my email list respond and they all go in with the email waving it in people's faces and saying, hey, look, can we have our two for one? Yes, of course you can. And the landlord makes lots of money. Plus, people go back into the pub again because they enjoyed it so much and pay full price for their stuff. So that's how money's made from a list in that way. But in your own niche, you'd have to adapt the emails to match what you're selling, the product or the service. What to link to in your emails? I would link to uh, anything that uh, you want to sell, anything that you recommend, any, any reading, any downloads. There's got to be something. Have something that they click on. Don't try and pile the sales letter or whatever into the email. It doesn't work. It's got to be a headline, subheadline if you like, main body text, and then the, the call to action e email link uh, so they can click on it and go there and sign off and put a PS at the bottom to remind them of any um, extra points to reinforce your emails. With analytics, that's more useful than people realise. When you look at how many emails, let's suppose you've over a few months you've sent out 20 emails. One of them will get the most opens and one of them will get the least. Have a look at them. Find out why the one that gets the most opens does get the most opens and make the one that gets the worst least opens um, see if you can improve it in some way. It could be improvement in the headline if it's not getting opened or if the link 
um, isn't converting very well the call to action link isn't uh, getting enough clicks why not improve that or if they are clicking on it but not buying or doing the call to action when they get there sort out the landing page the analytics tell you what they're clicking on those are the main points of uh, getting your email going once you've started it up when's the best time to send it many people find that 8 p.m to midnight is the time but you're going to have to experiment um, there are several times for different niches that um, you know create different outcomes the best content is free content so always give something away every now and again to keep the list hot it's worth it don't give your valuable stuff away show them what they should be doing but not how until they buy the product and then they'll find out look out for your mobile opens make sure that everything you're putting out is mobile friendly um, most email opens now can come from a, a mobile device it's around about 50 percent at the moment so uh, do check your email displays correctly and the landing page that you send them to uh, displays correctly on mobile devices especially phones email works more powerfully than trying to market directly through things like Facebook and Twitter so do ensure you keep your emails going all the time never give up or go weak on it keep it going stronger keep people adding them to your email lists all the time it's very important re-engage as well if you find that a certain percentage of li your list aren't doing anything send out an email that involves everybody talk to them on a one-to-one -one as though you're just sending it to that one person but really let them know that uh, there's something going on and that you'll find that those that are non-active suddenly jump into life so that's today's podcast this has been part two of a two-part introduction to email marketing Part one is available from this platform under Martin Brown's Marketing Bugle email marketing. Thank you for listening. Updates are on martinbrown.com. That's M-A-R-T-Y-N-B-R-O-W-N. Please email me any feedback, martin at martinbrown.com. Bye for now.